This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, you are listening to the news on Radio Romania International. I am Vlad Palku. On the rundown today, specialized and auxiliary personnel in courts of law are protesting, calling for the full payment of their salary rights. Interior Minister Katalin Predoyu is attending the Salzburg Forum in Slovenia. And the Timisoara European Capital of Culture program came to a close last week. Leaders of ruling coalition parties PSD and PNL are today convening in separate sessions to examine the draft budget for 2024. A vote has been called in Parliament on December 22nd. Coalition leaders on Sunday discussed the final details before making it public. Finance Minister Marcel Bolos said the coalition also discussed the emergency decree on fiscal and budget measures, giving assurances the state can sustain the increase in salaries and pensions. Meanwhile, specialized and auxiliary personnel in courts of law are holding protests over an indefinite period of time starting today. A four-hour strike will be organized in courts of law on the day the budget for 2024 is due for voting. Trade unions have called on the ruling coalition to immediately disperse funds for the payment of salaries in November 2023, as per final rulings and payment orders issued in 2023. At the same time, unionists also want the budget for 2024 to set aside clear-cut funds for the full payment of salary and other related rights. Interior Minister Katalin Predoyu is taking part in the Salzburg Forum, hosted by Slovenia on Monday and Tuesday. The forum will favour direct meetings with Austrian officials after Vienna showed the first signs of benevolence towards Romania's Schengen accession. Set up by Austria, the forum includes Austria, Bulgaria, Croatia, the Czech Republic, Hungary, Poland, Romania, Slovakia and Slovenia. Of these, only Romania and Bulgaria are not part of Schengen. According to Austrian media, Austrian leaders have imposed three conditions for the Schengen accession of Romania and Bulgaria. Consolidated border controls on the Romanian-Bulgarian border, as well as on the Romanian-Hungarian border, EU funds for streamlining the border protection infrastructure, and finally, Romania and Bulgaria must take responsibility for any migrants illegally arriving in Austria. Romania's Foreign Minister Luminita Odobescu is today attending the EU Foreign Affairs Council meeting hosted by Brussels. The agenda includes Russia's aggression against Ukraine, developments in Israel, Gaza and Sahel. On the sidelines of the council meeting, the Romanian official will attend an informal breakfast meeting with the Armenian Foreign Minister Ararat Mirzoyan, 
as well as an informal meeting with the representative of the Belarusian opposition, Zvetlana Tikhanuskaya. The council meeting will be followed by a meeting of the Eastern Partnership Foreign Ministers. The Timisoara European Capital of Culture 2023 program ended last weekend with an air acrobatics show, concerts and other events. Timisoara Mayor Dominic Fritz says the cultural program has put the city in the spotlight and will continue symbolically under the slogan Never-Ending Timisoara. And we go out with news from sports. David Popovic won bronze in the 100-meter freestyle final held on Sunday at the European Short Course Swimming Championships hosted by Otto Pen near Bucharest. On Friday, Andrei Ungur won the first medal for Romania, scooping bronze in the 100-meter backstroke event. And the Romanian women's handball team is today playing Poland in its final match at the World Handball Championships hosted by Denmark, Norway and Sweden. The Romanians failed to qualify to the quarterfinals, which ensure qualification to the pre-Olympic tournament. And that was the news. Now for a brief announcement about Radio Romania International's annual survey of its listeners and internet and social media users to find out the 2023 Personality of the Year. And this has been no easy year, with the Russia's war in Ukraine continuing, energy prices rocketing, many parts of the world suffering food shortages, and, not least, with the global warming, causing what was probably the hottest year on record. On top of all this came the conflict between Israel and Hamas in the Gaza Strip. In this difficult year, which international public figure, in your opinion, has had the strongest positive impact on the world, and why? Radio Romania International will designate its Personality of the Year based on your nominations, which you can submit together with a short justification by posting directly on our website in a comment to this article at www.rri.ro, by email at engl at rri.ro, on our Facebook page, on Instagram, WhatsApp at 0040-744-312-650, text or audio, or by fax at 0040 2131905562. We will announce the Radio Romania International Personality of the Year on air and online on Monday, the 1st of January 2024. We are looking forward to receiving your nominations, so please get in touch. The issue of ethnic minorities continues to feature on the agenda of Romanian Ukrainian relations. I'm Cristina Matescu with this commentary by Bogdan Matei. After becoming independent from the Soviet Union in August 1991, the Ukrainian state for a long time maintained an ambivalent attitude with respect to its many ethnic minorities. On the one hand, at an individual level, the ethnic minority status is not an obstacle to social advancement. The country's president, Volodymyr Zelensky, is a member of the Jewish community. The defense minister, Rustem Umarov, hails from the Tatar community, while the governor of the Mykolaiv region has distant Korean roots. On the other hand, with respect to the collective rights of ethnic minorities, the political class in Kyiv has been relatively reticent, and criticism on this subject has come both from at home and abroad. Experts say it wasn't until Ukraine was awarded the status of EU candidate country 
that it began to adopt a more flexible position on this subject, given that respect for the rights of ethnic minorities is a fundamental value of the European Union. The protection of persons belonging to national ethnic minorities is important for a democratic and European Ukrainian state, said Romania's Foreign Minister Luminița Odobescu during joint statements with Ukraine's Deputy Prime Minister for European and Euro-Atlantic Integration, Olga Stefanishna. Earlier, Ukraine's parliament adopted legislation amending a number of laws on the rights of national minorities. The bill proposed by the authorities in Kyiv to amend the relevant legislation is a positive step forward and a much welcome move, said Minister Dobescu. She added that the Romanian side would continue to have a transparent and constructive approach to this issue. Olga Stefanishina said the legislation relating to ethnic minorities was so drafted as to foster inclusive dialogue with the latter. Quote, we are grateful to the Romanian minority who became involved in the entire process and to our counterparts from the Romanian government who shared with us their legislation and best practice. In Ukraine, we have thousands of children who benefit from education in the Romanian language. Now their number will be bigger. Ukraine has moved to recognize Romanian as the official language of the Republic of Moldova said the Ukrainian official, referring to Kyiv's decision to finally invalidate the Soviet misconception about the existence of a Moldovan language different from the Romanian language. Neighboring Ukraine is home to over 400,000 ethnic Romanians, most of whom live in northern Bukovina, the north and south of Bessarabia and the Herza region, former Romanian territories which the Soviet Union annexed in 1940, and which Ukraine inherited as the legal successor of the Ukrainian Soviet Socialist Republic. When Russia invaded Ukraine last year, many ethnic Romanians went to fight under the Ukrainian flag, and a large number of them have lost their lives on the battlefield. A gala marked the official ending of the program Timisoara, European Capital of Culture in 2023. I'm Mihaila Ignatescu with more in this report by Leila Kiamil. The Timisoara European Capital of Culture program came to an end and the closing was marked by a gala that took place on Friday evening at the Palace of Culture in the city in the presence of hundreds of officials, cultural operators, guests from the country and from abroad. On this occasion, over 100 events were organized at the end of last week. The events dedicated to the conclusion of the program included concerts in the Union and Opera Squares, the most anticipated moment being the aerial acrobatics show on Friday evening. Throughout the year, more than 2,000 cultural events took place, attended by hundreds of thousands of artists and visitors, and five new cultural spaces were opened in cinemas, art galleries and multi-purpose halls. The mayor of the city, Dominic Fritz, believes that this year has attracted even more attention to the city, so the program will be symbolically continued under the suggestive title Neverending Timisoara. Dominic Fritz. 
Ideea pentru noi ca oraș este să transformăm acest titlu într-un avantaj The stake for us as a city is to turn this title into a long-term strategic advantage. On the one hand, through the way we relate to culture, the way we relate to involvement in the city, but at the same time by assuming our European mission, because Europe needs the story of Timisoara, the positive example that Timisoara can give. Romania needs imagination. Europe needs imagination, Dominic Fritz also said. He stressed that Timisoara 2023 showed that a creative and prosperous and solidary future can be imagined, and not only for the city, but for the whole of Europe. A future of Europe in which our unity is built on diversity and not on uniformity, said Dominic Fritz. For her part, the director of the Timisoara National Theatre, Ada Hauswater, said that this year the theatre won many brilliant performances and a new performance hall, as a legacy of the title of European Capital of Culture. This year has brought audiences from various regions and showed that the interest in culture is real, pointed out Ada Hauswater. At the same time, the general manager of the Romanian National Opera in Timisoara, Cristian Rudic, noted that after this year, the city has a lot of adrenaline and the emulation is felt in the halls of the opera. Although the Timisoara European Capital of Culture project has officially come to an end, the exhibition dedicated to the great Romanian sculptor Constantin Brâncuș and which is part of the series of events organized within the program remains open until January 28th at the National Art Museum in the city. The exhibition brings together famous works such as The Sleeping Muse or Miss Pogani, brought temporarily from the Pompidou Centre in Paris, from the Tate in London or from the Guggenheim Foundation. Because there is a big interest in the exhibition, the president of the Timish County Council, Alinika, announced that on December 20th the exhibition will be open non-stop for 24 hours. That was Radio Newsreel. Focus on Romania. Next up in this broadcast is Song of the Day. Listen to Roxanne with her latest song, Infinite.
ciudați cu inimile nori Ca nu ne știm de mult, dar știm cam totul despre noi Nu-mi trebuie nici spațiu și nici timp Te vreau cum ești și nu vreau să te schimb Știu că sunt uneori un soare în toiul nopții Dar alte ori se mai aprind vulcanii de emoții E farme când tot haosul și țic nici tu nu l-ai da pentru nimic Și nu s-au inventat cuvinte Sau poate că nu le știu eu Dar poate că priviri timide Vorbesc deja în locul meu Nu s-au inventat cuvinte Sau poate că nu le-am găsit Să-ți You are listening to Radio Romania International. The History Show. Welcome to The History Show with me, Lacramera Simeon. Today's program is about the Sovietization of the Romanian Academy. At the end of the Second World War, the Soviet Union instated in all the countries where the Red Army was present a political regime that copied the one in the USSR. The process was called Sovietization or Communization, being a tool by which the political domination of the Communist Party was ensured by a physical repression apparatus and by the planned economy. Romania, too, had the historical misfortune of experiencing this type of regime between 1945 and 1989. Sovietization hit Romania's institutions hard, one of them being the Romanian Academy, established in 1866. For more than 80 years, the best Romanian and foreign scientists had been welcomed into the Romanian Academy, but the regime, installed on March 6, 1945, abolished the old academy on June 9, 1948, by decree number 76. A new institution was established, the Academy of the Romanian People's Republic, that later became the Academy of the Socialist Republic of Romania, where access was conditioned on the ideology of the communist regime. The consequences were extremely harsh, with 100 members being expelled and marginalized, Out of the 100 members, 33 academicians who had held the rank of minister were arrested, 20 of them imprisoned in Sighetu Marmației prison, known as the Minister's Prison, where six of them lost their lives. Andrea Dobes is a researcher with the memorial to the victims of communism and resistance in the former Siget prison. She presented several cases of academicians who died there, and one such case was that of the historian Alexandru Lapedatu. Due to the pain caused by gastric ailments and the lack of medical assistance in prison, on August 30, 1950, Lapedatu committed suicide by hanging at the age of 73. Here is Andrea Dobesh with details. Alexandru Lapedatu 
Alexandru Lapedatu was arrested on the night of May 5th to 6th, 1950, during the house search. They took three pocket phone books, a book on U.S. history, a sum of money, a watch, two pairs of eyeglasses, a wallet with personal documents and suspenders. Among the objects taken, there was no material that could have interested the people's political police or the Securitate. In the table drawn up in the spring of 1950 regarding the former ministers from 1918 to 1945 who were to be arrested, Under the name of Alexandru Lapedatu, it was mentioned that, although he was not actively involved, he was a fierce enemy of the communist regime, Andrea Dobes said. Gheorghe Tashka, an economist and teacher, a minister of industry and trade in 1932, had a similar fate. Andrea Dobes is back with details. Gheorghe Tashka was arrested at the age of 75 on the night of May 5th to 6th, 1950. He arrived in Siget the next day and, unable to resist the conditions of detention, died on March 12, 1951. Historian Constantin Jurescu, imprisoned in Siget for five years and two months, mentions pneumonia in his memoirs as a possible cause of Tashka's death in the context of a terrible general suffering. The former lawyer and undersecretary of state Alexandru Popescu Nekshesht also mentions that he could hear him whining alone in his cell at night, said Andrea Dobes. One of the most important Romanian historians of the 20th century was the scholar Gheorghe Bratianu, an expert in the Byzantine Empire. Imprisoned in Siget, he died under unclear circumstances at the age of 55 in 1953. Historians do not know even today whether he died from blows to the head, tuberculosis or suicide by neck artery cutting. Here is Andrea Dobes with details. As far as Gheorghe Brătianu is concerned, he was violently attacked in the pro-communist press since the fall of 1944. On August 15, 1947, invoking the existence of circumstances that required ensuring his security, he was forced into home detention in Bucharest, being under surveillance. He was arrested on the morning of May 6, 1950, and on May 7, he was imprisoned in the Siget Penitentiary. Constantin Jurescu also recollected in his volume of memoirs an incident that would have happened before Bratianu's death. Jurescu had recognized Gheorghe Bratianu's voice in the big courtyard. He couldn't see what was happening outside, but he heard the sound of a thump. While Bratianu was being taken to the cell, Jurescu heard another blow. It sounded like a slap accompanied by a series of curses, Andrea Dobes added. The only academic who was brought before the court for a mock trial was Iuliu Maniu. He did not lose his faith in God during the detention period. The future cardinal Alexandru Toda being the one who listened to his confession for the last time. The academics who survived imprisonment continued to live a life of misery and social degradation. Under surveillance, they were periodically re-arrested and interrogated. 
but posterity did not forget them, and in 1990, the re-established Romanian Academy welcomed them back to its ranks. And that's all from the History Show. Next on Radio Romania International, Think Greener. Welcome to Think Greener with Mila Camara Simeon. The Maimurt Verde Association set up the Danube Echo Route in 2023, a 44-kilometer ecotourism route that crosses five localities in Giorgio County as part of the For a Danube with Clean Banks project. This is the third nature and leisure ecotourism trail in Giorgio County, set up in an area with a biodiversity specific to the Danube Delta. In the summer of 2023, in just two weeks, dozens of volunteers participating in the four sanitation camps organized along the Danube Echo Route collected over 10 tons of waste abandoned in nature. All in all, more than 80 volunteers got involved in the actions of the project. These included sanitizing the route, planting trees in the Kama community forest, marking the route with information boards, arrows and paint markings, as well as the marking of the route online. Also, the Mai Mult Verde Association managed to form a local initiative group in order to support the project in the future. As part of the For a Danube with Clean Banks project, 10 community events were organized, six film screenings in schools in the localities included in the Danube Echo route, as well as a series of presentations of photography exhibition and of the pilot project in the presence of the central authorities. A model of good practice for the development of the banks of the Danube was offered, says Loreda Napano, an advocacy expert and project coordinator at the Maimult Verde Association. We are an environmental organization and are militating for the reduction of water pollution, especially on the Danube and its tributaries. That's how we ended up developing this project. The problem is that in these areas, the Danube is quite far from the community, which is why the local authorities do not invest human and financial resources in the sanitation of this area, because the area is not monitored. Illegal waste dumps emerge on the river banks and on the edge of the community area. We want to draw attention to this fact. Natural areas should be protected, waste should end up in the landfill, not in nature, and local authorities should take care of the sanitation of natural areas. Obviously, in time, the increase in tourism in the area will also bring economic benefits to the local community, said Loredana Pano. The segment proposed by the Maimult Verde Association for the Danubaco route offers the possibility of exploring the area both on water and on land through bicycle tourism, equestrian tourism, trips by foot, kayaking, camping areas, sports, educational and cultural events. Loredana Pana is back with details. It is a 44-kilometer route on land and water in the area of the city of Giurgiu. Practically, this route includes the city of Giurgiu and four more communes, Slobozia, Oinaku, Prundu and Gostino. There are 44 kilometers that can be covered by bicycle, by foot, on water or on horseback. It is important not to motorize these activities that we do outdoors, 
but to enjoy the peace of nature and the fresh air. We propose this Danubaku route because we need green spaces where we can go out for leisure, as well as for mental well-being. It is also an hour from Bucharest. It is a wonderful area that the Danube forms in this section. Said Loredana Pana in the end of Think Greener. Next in this program, sports. Welcome to Sports Roundup with me, Lucramiura Simeon. Romania ended the European Short Course Swimming Championship with two bronze medals. In Otopen, near Bucharest, Andrei Ungur ranked third in the final of the 100-meter backstroke on Friday. Then on Sunday, David Popovic also finished third in the 100-meter freestyle race. In 2021, at the previous edition of the European Short Course Swimming Championship in Kazan, Russia, Popovic won the gold medal in the 200-meter freestyle, and Robert Glinza won silver in the 100-meter backstroke and bronze in the 50-meter backstroke. Now news from handball. Romania's women's handball team will not go to next year's Olympic Games in Paris. At the World Championships, taking place these days in Denmark, Norway and Sweden, coach Florentin Pera's trainees missed the qualification in the quarterfinals, a performance that would have opened their way to the pre-Olympic tournaments. From the main group three, Denmark and Germany, the two teams that defeated Romania, managed to obtain qualification. On Saturday, the Romanian handballers defeated Japan 32-28. Romania's last match takes place on Monday against Poland. We pass on to rugby. Dinamo Bucharest is Romania's rugby champion again after a 15-year break. On Saturday, at the Arcul de Triumph Arena in Bucharest, in the final of the National League, the Dinamo players defeated the champion of the last four editions, Stiinza by Amare, score 17-13. to It is the 17th national championship title won by Dinamo. SCM Timisoara won bronze after defeating Staua Bucharest in the third-place match with the score 26-8. to Now football. Over the weekend, matches were played in the Romanian Football Super League, counting for stage number 19. On Friday, Poliash defeated UTA Arad 1-0 at home. On Saturday, FC Voluntar won away from home against Rapid Bucharest 2-1. With the same score, Hermannstadt defeated on Sunday Insibiu Universitata Craiova. Also on Sunday, Farul Constanza won the match in Ovidiu with Petrolul Ploiesti 3-1 and the match in Cluj between Cefere and FCSB ended in a one-all draw. Monday we'll see two more matches, FCU Craiova 1948 with FC Botoshan and Dinamo Bucharest with Universitata Cluj. The stage ends on Tuesday when Ocelul will take on Sepsi Svantu Gheorghe in Galați. FCSB leads the ranking with 38 points. Next is Cefere with 33 points. And that's all from Sports Roundup. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next in this broadcast is music from A to Z. I'm Elena Enake. Am venit aici la voi, am venit aici la voi. There is no true Christmas without Stefan Hrushka's carols. This saying shows just how important this extraordinary vocalist is for the Romanians. 
That is why in today's music program we will listen to some of the beautiful Christmas carols performed by Stefan Hruschke. Let's start with the Christmas carol picked by the vocalist from the Romanian folklore. Casa să vi-o măturați flori de măr, Masa să vi-o încărcați flori de măr, Casa să vi-o măturați flori de măr, Masa să vi-o încărcați flori de măr. Noi umblăm acolo, Indadi l-o casă la alta, Sara de Crăciun, flori de măr Și venim cu Domnul bun, flori de măr Că e Sara de Crăciun, flori de măr Și la nu om zini Numai dacă niți pofti Și la nu om zini Numai dacă niți pofti Și mai multe vom ura flori de măr, Un copuț dacă niți da flori de măr. Și mai multe vom ura flori de măr, Un copuț dacă niți da flori de măr. Și colinda nu-i mai multă, Și colinda nu-i mai multă, Să trăiască cine ascultă, Să trăiască cine ascultă. Și colinda-i atâta, Și colinda-i atâta. Cine ascultă să trăia, Cine ascultă să trăia. We continue our music program with another Christmas carol performed by Stefan Hruschka. Ce via 
Christmas carol we invite you to listen to is entitled Holy Christmas Night and is performed by Stefan Hruska. Colossus Pamainsus Colossus Pamainsus Colindam Doamne Colind Este o dalbă mănăstire Este o dalbă Colindando 
This is Bucharest Radio Romania International. Listener's Letterbox. Welcome to a new edition in our Listener's Letterbox series. Your host this week is Eugen Nastam. Once again, we go on a journey around the world, greeting listeners and friends, allowing you to compare how other listeners across the continents receive our programs. The first letter we're taking out of the box this week is the one sent in by Jayanta Chakrabarti, living in New Delhi, India. Jayanta tuned into our radio station on November the 27th, 2023. We took the liberty to quote from his message. Dear Sir, Madam, I am to report on your shortwave broadcast of the 27th of November 2023. Reception quality on 9510 kHz was fair, but with a lot of background noise and interference. The reception on 7410 kHz was inaudible. I'm forwarding the following feedback. I enjoyed listening to the following program on tourism were places of interest of Romania and neighbouring Moldova was discussed. The musical show, Music A to Z, 
featured one of Romania's top and promising dance bands with energetic songs like You Left and Missing You. I also enjoyed the interview with the three members of the band and their future releases. Next, the traditional Romanian folk music program, Simply Folk, was enjoyable with the song Our Place. Overall, today's programs, though entertaining and informative, yet much of the enjoyment was drowned by a nagging background noise, which got somewhat better near the end of the broadcast. Debakamal Hazarika, based in Golagad, Assam, India, tuned into our broadcast in English on November the 27th, 2023, quoting from his message. I had listened to Radio Romania International Encyclopedia program today here in Golagat, Assam. In this program, you had broadcast about politician Barbo Alexandru Stirbei. The discussion about the book sheds light on Queen Marie's relationship, Barbo Alexandru Stirbei, and the latter's role in Romanian politics. I heard a beautiful review on it at today's program. I enjoyed listening to today's program very much. Really love this program. You are listening to Radio Romania International. You with Radio Romania International. I'm Eugen Nasta with the listener's letterbox. Malik Allah Bachaya Kokar, living in Muzaffargarh, Pakistan, wrote the following on our programs. Dear Sir, I am a regular listener of your English service for the past many years. I listen to your programs with regularity. All the programs are very informative and interesting so that I can listen to them, me and my club friends. I am sending you feedback with regularity on your programs Your programs are the source of entertainment and information as regards your tradition, culture and customs. Mr. Salim Akhtar Chadar, a member of Radio Romania International Seven Stars Radio Listeners Club, living in the district of Chiniot, also in Pakistan, tuned into our radio station on November the 27th, 2023. We took the liberty to quote from his message, program details. Recording of program, I first listened to world news and then listened to program Simply Folk. I listened to a song which was about mother was very good. I liked it very much. Today there was no noise, the reception quality was good and clear and the program easy to listen to. Please verify and send me QSL card and stickers and souvenirs of Romania. Now, for all our listeners from around the world, we have an important announcement to make. Dear friends of Radio Romania International, please note that our valid emailing address is engl at rri.io. Make sure you use it from now on. Mr. Joe Bauer tuned into our radio station to broadcast in English, actually, on November the 28th, 2023, from 23.25 to 23.55 hours UTC on 72.20 kHz. Joe's simple rating for the signal of our broadcast was 45455 
excellent strength, little interference and good propagation. The receiver is a Wiki SDR located in southeastern France with an 80-meter half-wave dipole antenna. Program details. A quick mention of the 95th anniversary of Radio Romania. Sports at 23:25. The Romanian national team defeated Switzerland. Music from 23:30 to 23:45. Discussion on psychology and the transmission wrapped up with new names on the cover. Excellent reception into southeastern France. I normally monitor from the United States, but I wanted to try a remote receiver in Europe. I always enjoy the Radio Romania International broadcasts. Thank you for continuing to broadcast on shortwave. I look forward to your next broadcast. A 59-year-old bank employee based in Tokyo, Japan, Norihiko Ide, tuned into our radio station on November the 30th, 2023. Here are his comments on our programs. Hello, for this month, in more days, I could not listen to your program because the signal was weak. This morning, I'm happy to report the reception condition was not bad during the whole program. I did not know the bilateral relationship between Norway and Romania has been closed until I learned from today's In the Spotlight. Traveler's Guide made me visit Maramures because it sounded like a wonderful place to appreciate the nature and the historical churches of Romania. Our good old friend Krista Brunstrom, living in Helmstedt, Sweden, tuned into our radio station on Friday, December the 1st, 2023. We took the liberty to quote from Mr. Brunstrom's details on our program. At 1200 hours there were the news. At 12.07 talk about the Transylvanica route in inside Romania. Then at 12.13 song of the day. At 12.17 the future starts today, focusing on the Republic of Moldova. At 12.23 there was a Romanian song. At 12.27 the report of the day focusing on UNESCO, at 12.30, Music of Romania's National Day. I certainly hope you had an enjoyable National Day. After rainy and windy autumn here, the weather has now changed completely. The past week has been very cold, and yesterday evening we had the first snowfall in our part of the country. More to the north, they've had a lot of snow, which as always causes a lot of problems. We plan to travel to Stockholm next week and hopefully the weather will have changed for the better by then. I'm not a fan of cold or snowy weather. Mr. Craig Christ, based in Manassas, Virginia, the United States of America, tuned into our radio station on December the 1st, 2023. We took the liberty to quote from his message, program ID, news beginning with the headlines, signal off at 0105 hours UTC, while describing the 2023 Personality of the Year feature. Return to 0105.17 hours UTC. Then returned at 0106.07 hours UTC. In the spotlight, report on the It Takes Two to Tango event. Traveler's Guide reported on the Romanian Tourism Fair held in November the 9th to November the 12th. Song level the market was played. Working in Romania, a report on a number of foreign workers 
allowed in 2024 and a breakdown of foreign workers by occupation. Well, folks, that's all we had time for in this week's edition of Listener's Letterbox. Those of you who sent in their reports, comments and suggestions on our programmes will receive a QSL card in the shortest time possible. Tune in again next week. Until then, from me, Eugen Nasta, it's goodbye. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Today's edition of Simply Folk features Mina Poslaru, dubbed the best singer of elegiac songs from the region of Bukovina in the northeast of the country. Her repertoire includes special songs, telling of all that is important in the life of a Romanian village, all the faces of a special world, part of which has remained unchanged for hundreds of years. So to end today's broadcast on Radio Romania International, here is Mina Puslaru with a tune titled My Love from the Mountains. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 11630 kHz in the DRM system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 21470 kHz. 
We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.ro. Goodbye.